The following podcast is a program segment from the Midday Moments program with Gary Duncan. Join Gary for two hours of sacred music, along with moments of faith, family, and fun. Listen to AM 850 in St. Louis, or on the live stream at kfuo.org. Christ for you, anytime, anywhere, KFUO Radio. AM 850 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org, proclaiming Christ for you in word and song. I'm Gary Duncan. This is the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our moment in scripture with Pastor Matt Clark of Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. Good afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon, Gary. Thanks for having me on. Our readings was Leviticus 4 through 19, and uh, we see in the the scripture starting off with those readings, uh, much about offerings and uncleanliness and things like that. All sorts of weird stuff. So we have things like leprosy and what you do to identify leprosy and and when someone is, is cleansed of leprosy, dietary laws. Uh, guidelines for priests, cleaning houses, bodily discharges of all sorts, and then consuming blood (laughs) not to do that. Right. All sorts of stuff. And I think it does kind of leave us scratching our heads. What in the world does this have to do with with God's people then? But what does this have to do with us, God's people today? So some really kind of bizarre (laughs) readings today in the book of Leviticus. Uh, But I encourage our listeners, press on if you're reading along with Gary and I. uh, Keep at it. uh, Because... Uh, Leviticus isn't going to last forever, okay? (laughs) There's some good stuff here, too, and this is still the word of the Lord, and it's God's word for us, and I think there's things to be learned. Isn't it also looking forward to the sacrifice of Christ? That's what it's all about. That is what it's all about. So the book of Leviticus is again and again about living holy. It says a number of places, you are to be holy as the Lord your God is holy. Um, So Israel the Old Testament people of God, and they're supposed to be set apart. They're supposed to be different from the pagan nations around them. And these laws are one of the ways in which they're set apart. They're different. They're distinct. Uh, But then ultimately, like you said, Gary, we always got to keep our eyes on Jesus because all those sacrifices are, yeah, they're, they do stuff then and there, they forgive, but they're all looking forward to that greater sacrifice of Jesus Christ because he's the only one that could truly be holy right? The perfect son of God. So he keeps the law perfectly like no one else could. And then he sacrifices himself for the sins of of not just some, but for the sins of the whole world there at the cross. I think it's also important to, to kind of keep in mind some of these distinctions between these different types of laws, because I think we start thinking, well, okay, well, I, why don't we follow these things about bodily discharges and and dietary laws and all these guidelines for priests today? like they did back in Leviticus. So it's important to keep in mind that there's three types of laws here, okay, in the Old Testament. You have the moral law, that's something that that tells people about their duty toward God and toward others. There's the ceremonial law, which that, that has to do with the religious practices of Israel in particular. And then there's also the political law, which was sort of the, the state law of the Israelites. So you have those three different types of law. A lot of what Leviticus is dealing with are those ceremonial laws and those political laws. But today, really the only law that we follow, that we adhere to, that applies to God's people today is that, that moral law. That's what's written on our hearts, as the Bible says. That's what continues to apply to all people. That's what the the Ten Commandments reflects, too. That's what Jesus talks about when he says, love the Lord your God and love your neighbor. They're talking about that that moral law. And a lot of the laws of the Old Testament, they were fulfilled in Christ. 
Exactly. So that's exactly why these Old Testament ceremonies and civil laws that applied to Israel but are pretty hard for us to comprehend today, they don't apply to us as Christians today or anyone else since Christ's death and resurrection was all for us. So Jesus, like you say, Gary, he's the fulfillment of those things. And so we can put those aside, the ceremonial civil law, Jesus is take care of that. But yes, we still follow that moral law. We think of the Ten Commandments and uh, loving God and loving our neighbor. So what, one other brief thing I was going to just comment about, Gary, I think is worth mentioning within this reading here is super important today, perhaps the most important day for the Israelites is that's the Day of Atonement. So that's when the high priest would go in and he would go into the Holy of Holies to that Ark of the Covenant, right, that we talked about a couple weeks ago. Uh, he would, I think this is the most interesting part, maybe, there's two goats, uh, one would be sacrificed and its blood would be sprinkled uh, there on the mercy seat on the cover of the uh, Ark of the Covenant. But then the, the other goat uh, was, he laid his hands on it, placed the sins of the people on it, and then he would let this goat out into the wilderness and then would just run away <laughs> and, and you'd never see it again. So it's this idea that these, these sins are placed in this goat, is let out in the wilderness, and then just you never see it again. The sins are gone. They're just, uh, they're no more. And that goat is called the, do you know what that's called, Gary? The No. The, the, scape, the, scape the scapegoat. Goat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, so we, we talk about scapegoats today, and I think, you know, most people, if we use that term, we have no idea where it even comes from. But, uh, yeah, this is where it comes from. It comes from this day of atonement practice where this the sins are placed in this goat, and it's just led in the wilderness. That's the, the scapegoat, right? That's what takes, uh, that's what bears the sins of the people. So I think that's kind of a cool image, too. Um, and that's where we get that term from. It really is a cool image. Well, good. Well, I think that about covers it for today, okay. Gary. You know, uh, I just encourage people to stick with the book of Leviticus. Keep on reading. Uh, next week, we're going to finish up Leviticus. If you're reading along with us, Leviticus chapter 20 through Numbers chapter 8. Uh, Numbers, that book doesn't sound too exciting, but there's some actually pretty, I think, pretty exciting stuff that happens in the book of Numbers. So uh, keep on reading with us and uh, digging into God's word more deeply. Would you like to lead us in a prayer? Sure, I'd be happy to. Uh, Heavenly Father, we look at these uh, different laws that you've set before your people Israel, uh, and some of them seem confusing to us, maybe. Uh, but then they're, they're made plain to us and illuminated uh, by Jesus Christ. Uh, Lord, we thank you for the one who's come uh, to lay down his life for the sins of the world, uh, to be the lamb whose blood was slain for all. Lord, we thank you uh, that our sins have been laid on Jesus and that our sins have been removed for us as far as the, the east from the west. Uh, help us, Lord, in our reading of your word uh, with each new day. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Matt. Look forward to talking to you next week. Yeah, thanks, Gary. Appreciate it. We are AMA 50 KFUO in the St. Louis region worldwide at KFUO.org.